Hey friends, it's your girl Britt and Joy Jolene. Welcome to Back to Her. If you aspire to heal, evolve, or revolutionize, this podcast is for you. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on Instagram at official back to her. And that too is the number two. Let's get it. Hey y'all. Hey guys. Welcome back to another episode. Yes, episode 46. Ah. Episode 46. Welcome back, guys. If hope- you're new here, welcome. That's yes. your party. Yes, if you're new here, <laughs> welcome. Um, happy Sunday. Yes, happy Sunday. I hope that you guys um enjoy our last episode. Yeah. I think that was a great yeah. way to start off the year. I know for me I've been definitely intentional because I always mm-hmm. say my my time is me, um, you know rubbing my lotion on my body that creates yeah. intimacy and then even um if you guys follow us on instagram our official back to her page we um posted a video i think her name was pr- um, pronounced like janae may or like something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and she was talking about like just watching the water mm-hmm. drip from her body i'm gonna start trying that too mm-hmm. but if you guys don't know what we're talking about make sure that you go back and listen to riding my wave episode yeah. 45 yeah where we talk about creating intimacy with yourself i think it was yeah. a really dope episode yes so speaking of episode 46 something really grand we're pre-recording this of course but something really grand happened today um mm. the 46 president right i'm right right yeah 46 uh, president um right or is it the 47 <laughs> anyways long story short um yes we have a new president as of today a new vice president a black woman mm. also my sword mm. also my number oh <laughs> but um so yes so i hope everybody is feeling good about that i hope everybody's spirits are feeling a little better um you know, and a little more easy and more clear, um, positive. So yeah, yeah. How did you feel? Like, did mm-hmm. it make you feel like? Uh, it was beautiful. Yeah. And I say that because for the first time, like seeing the young black girl who read the poem, mm-hmm. that was beautiful. Yeah, that touched me. Yeah, that touched me, and just seeing so many. Seeing people that look like me mm. was like, oh, this is really possible. This yeah. is something that I can actually obtain. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it was a moment of clarity for me because it was like, you know, sometimes we think of our goals and dreams, but like we said, what do we used to say? Um, who is your, oh, we used Expander? Expander, yes. So it's like to actually see someone doing mm-hmm. like something that like is very similar to mm-hmm. what I want to do that looks like me that I can relate to mm-hmm. so much puts her in that position to be my expander mm-hmm. um to a point where i now physically see that it's possible mm-hmm. as a black woman in america mm-hmm. so yeah that was beautiful how'd you feel i felt really good honestly and it, it made me go back to like undergrad days like do you remember where like like whoever like the the campus queen was like the miss morgan or whatever it was just like that's my queen like yeah. that's my miss morgan like that's how I felt about Kamala. Like, that's my vice president, period. Like, it just really made me feel good. It made me feel, like, defended. It made me feel protected. It made me feel supported. It made me feel like, you know what's up with black women. Like, period. You know? And, like, I feel like... I don't know. Like, it just... I just feel seen. Like, you know, I feel like the... the Like, I feel like black men, we have to work so hard just to prove ourselves. You know? But it's, like, it's proven. It's done. Like, for her to be a woman first... 
you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. you're this is a woman doing this, and then not only a woman, but it's like a, a black woman at that. And then, like, even today, I was actually catching up with one of my mom's friends, and you know, with me, like, wanting to go to law school, honestly, I feel like it's just something that I'm running from. So, I'm not, if I'm being honest, I don't really feel like putting the work in for mm-hmm. a little on top of a few other reasons, but that's the root of it. And she was like, Girl, what you sound crazy, like, a black woman just became president, what can't you do? And, and it was just like, a, Yeah, it was just See? like a dang, like. You know, and it just made me think of, like, what was her journey? What was her process? Like, I know my Nana actually read a book from her, and she said it was pretty good. I just got it. You got it? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to read that. Yeah. So let's get into today's episode. Yes. Let's get into it. So today's topic, or, yeah, today's topic, what we really want to get into and talk about is digital reality versus divine reality. Right. So is there a difference? What does that look like? How does that apply to 2021 and how does that apply to our lives specifically? Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. So yes. um, let's talk about the differences between let's first go into digital reality and mm-hmm. what that looks like to us and how we define that. So for me, I feel like digital reality is like a social media driven reality. Mm-hmm. I think that like the forefront of our of our what digital even means is social media right Mm -hmm. so i feel like um social media just young business owners young home owners um people making money off their phones Mm -hmm. i think there is you know people working Mm -hmm. and for four months and then quitting their job and getting the job of their dreams people taking trips Mm -hmm. you know that's digital reality and it's like when i think of those things it's like it's goals for every young person. Like, you want to have a business, right? You want to um, take trips. Mm-hmm. You want to make money from your phone. Mm-hmm. You want to take the picture with all of the packages and, like, I just want to thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, even with, like, I would say even with, like, one thing that's coming to mind for me is, like, Christian influencers. Mm-hmm. Like, the people is like, God's good or this is great or today God is saying. Um, all of those things are things that I that come to sorry that was my dog but (laughs) those are things that come to mind when I think of digital reality and I'll go deeper a little bit in the episode of like how I actually feel about those things Mm -hmm. yeah so what about you digital reality so digital reality to me is like you said yeah everything that you said um but also like a new life a new way of living that is very difficult for us to escape nowadays it's like Everybody has a phone, you know, so if you have a phone, you have access to really anybody you want to have access to at any moment. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a new way of living because now we have this thing called Netflix where we can watch almost anything we want and binge it for hours upon hours and, you know, use that as a way to detach from what's really Mm -hmm. going on in the world in your life personally. Um, I see it as us straying further away from things that we can touch and that are tangible like books like um you know photos like then photos that's right like things that are tangible and then going to oh now i have a picture on my phone i don't need to print this out so i can look at it Mm -hmm. and hang it up like Mm -hmm. you know you know i have this picture on my phone i can speak to this person over, over the phone i don't have to hang out with them um and not saying that that's a bad thing but it's just to me it's a new reality of like us not having to like I just talked to somebody from an event I was leaving today and he was basically saying um 
you know, us being in quarantine has taken away our social skills. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because now I see people and it's like, of course, I know how to, you know, engage and, you know, create dialogue. But it's different, Mm -hmm. you know, because nowadays it's not forced Mm -hmm. unless you do have to go out into the world still and be an essential worker. Um, So it's different. Mm -hmm. And so really that reminds me and it shows me of the reality that we're moving into Mm -hmm. And, you know, like even with digital currency, rarely any places are taking cash, mm. you know. And so it's just to me, it's it's a new way of living that we're slowly but surely moving into. Mm-hmm. And it's becoming very difficult to detach, mm-hmm. you know, because we're constantly being consumers, literally, whether that's through shopping, whether that's through you know, watching TV, whether that's through talking to people, whether mm-hmm. that's through checking what people are doing in their life online mm-hmm. consistently and constantly. And, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And one thing that I was thinking about when you were talking, you had said um, people always being on their phones. I feel like the digital reality, in a sense, like it detaches us from boundaries. Because mm-hmm. think about like when you text a person mm-hmm. and they don't text you back right away mm-hmm. or you, they don't answer back right away. It's like... I know she got I know she got her phone in her hand. Mm-hmm. I know her phone is right there. Mm-hmm. And and it's real. Like, you know, you can definitely feel offended by the fact that you know somebody has their phone in their hand because everybody has their phone in their hand 24/7. Mm-hmm. But it's like there's several times I'm not going to lie where like people text me and I see it, but I'm just not in that space to reply mm-hmm. like and you know, I I'm starting to like try to feel unapologetic about like when I choose to reply, mm-hmm. but I've been on the other side as well. Like I text so and so and I know they got their phone in their hand, so why don't you reply? But I feel like if we didn't have, like, didn't live in a day and age where, like, people were so accessible, we wouldn't be so offended so easily. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but what does that do for us as people? Like, does that give you the space to create boundaries? Does it give you the space to, like, not be fully accessible? Like, then you have times where the iPhones are glitching. Y'all remember when the iPhone was glitching and then, Mm. you know, the people was popping up on FaceTime that you wasn't even on the phone with. So, it's like, Mm. it violates your privacy. Mm. Like... You know, it's so much that that kind of goes into it with the digital reality. But let's get into that because I'm the. Type Wait, let's say what the divine one. reality, and then oh, go no, back. No. Oh, talk about the like just say reality. what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. So. And then compare. Um, divine reality. Divine reality to me is reality. You know, not even reality because sometimes I don't like the word reality. Divine reality to me is like like real life mm-hmm. like the foundation of how life is supposed to be but digital to me is what we have strayed away from and i know we're going to go back and compare but um divine reality to me is the purpose of us living this life and being here and on this earth um you know divine reality is something i feel we all should be in touch with but unfortunately we are not you know and we're kind of straying away from that um divine reality is all things god all things you know whatever god looks like and and appears to be to you that's your divine reality you know and to me it's also purpose so yeah right um and i would say uh for me with divine reality i feel like it's something that we're we've grown like very far from Mm -hmm. um i feel like I don't think that, like, the digital reality is what plays a role in it, but I think it plays a big part in it. Um, Before we started recording the episode, like, one thing that I touched on is just kind of, like, like, for me, for example, like, I had a, like, I thought that I was going to be the person 
that worked a job for a couple months and then it was like I was like boom I met the person and then you know and like I had a friend say it to me like yo I really feel like I'm gonna be the person that you know has a job for a couple months quit my nine to five and then I chased my dreams and because okay so all right fast backward what is it retract yeah Um, let me go (laughs) rewind rewind yeah let me rewind (laughs) so when I graduated from undergrad I had um I was working at a school and it was cool like I liked it but it's just like because I was a a support staff they had me doing a lot of things that weren't in my job description like Mm -hmm. teaching you know what I mean and like it just got to a point where I was like fed up from it and I definitely felt in my spirit to leave and I didn't know necessarily like where I was being led to Mm -hmm. which I felt like ultimately I was being led to my job and I felt like God Mm -hmm. was like showing me and telling me that like where I'm taking you now is bigger and better, you know, so just trust me. And where I'm at now is, like, way bigger and way better. Like, this is an amazing job for me to have fresh out of undergrad. Like, I know for sure this job stresses me, but I'm learning so much. Like, I'm very confident that when I leave this job, like, I will be able to run a program. I'll be able to say that I've developed a program, like, all of those things. And clearly, I didn't see it before I started working. But, yeah, so I say that to say that when God had called me out the job, like, I had got this like random idea and it was like, um, like y'all know, like my favorite rapper, one of my favorite rappers is Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. So I had did this community service, like just genuinely had did the community service. And then I had got this idea. It was like, yo, how about when we make the recap video, you know, we put it to a Meek song, tag him. And then like one of my future goals is like, I want to, um, develop like therapeutic but urban based programs mm-hmm. or to put in like urban communities to help kid, kid, kids out of the street. So when I had this whole idea, I was like, okay, bet, like, I'm going to get Meek's attention, and then I'm going to start working on this program. And then in my head, I'm like, oh, it all makes sense. Like, that's why God told me to leave my job. Mm-hmm. And it was a sad smack in the face when I actually ended up finding out that Meek, or at least I was told by someone that works with Meek, that he did see the video, but, like, he was busy, whatever, or, you know, and that's, I'm not saying that's why he didn't get back to me, but, like, who knows, maybe he wasn't interested, I don't know, but... Yeah. From what I know, he did see the video. But I say this to say that, like, I feel like, why why did I feel that way? Like, is that something that I genuinely felt? Like, yes, I felt it to do the video. And yes, I felt the pull to do the service and things like that. But, like, as far as me thinking, oh, this is about to be my way out. This is about, this is why God made me laugh. Is that because that's what I felt in my spirit? Or is that what I see digitally? Like, a digital success story is I did my 9 to 5 for X amount of months. And then... I tapped into my business and now I'm making 12k a month you get what I mean like that is that's not a lot of reality for a lot of people and that's one reason why I really do like to talk to people when they graduate and let them know like enjoy your process and take your time like there are some people that graduate and hit the ground running but then there are other people that don't but again tying the divine reality to the virtual reality is just kind of like you know, what if the you have to be careful to I feel like stay in tune with the divine reality because it's like, do your the goals and the things that you aspire to have is it really what you want or what your spirit is leading you to, or is it what the typical success story is? And you know that you're talented and you know that you're gifted. So when you see other people do it, it's just like I know that I can obtain this. I know that I can do this too. Mhm. I agree. Yeah, and that's literally been like one of the main points within my prayer is just 
and just my spiritual awakening altogether is just to be a servant of God. And that's the main thing that plays a role in whatever it is that mm-hmm. I do in my career. And I feel like, and first of all, I don't want to say first of all, that sounds like first of all. But <laughs> the first thing to note is um, all of us, when we're thinking about our purpose, right? Everybody has the same purpose, which is to serve God's purpose. You know what I mean? To be a, a reflection and a divine reflection of God. You know what I mean? And so whatever that looks like to you is what that looks like to you. If that's you, you know, doing your job that you do now. If that's somebody else, Kamala Harris, you know, being the first black woman vice president, woman vice president, period. And, and, you know, inspiring other black girls, that's her purpose. And she's doing that through God. Mm-hmm. So whatever or that... Or if you, you're a trash person. Yeah. Or and you're keeping you, a, a place clean. A janitor, like, yeah. Like, even if that's what you do, maybe you're, you're the person that also, talk, you know, preaches. Through, I've met so many people who are like, they're a janitor or, you know, whatever the case may be. But they be preaching. And it's like, oh, I needed to hear that today, mm-hmm. even though I was passing you through the hallway. And I was in my phone. I was doing this. But you just gave me a word I needed that inspired me to keep going throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, whatever that is that, you know, when we're thinking of purpose, that's going to be surrounded by your divine purpose, mm-hmm. being a reflection of God. And so I say that to say is like, you, I feel like we make it so difficult to, nowadays because we're seeing, we're looking at the divine I mean, the digital reality and everybody kind of is doing the same thing Mm -hmm. and people are moving furthest away from what our godly intentions should be because this is quick. This is easy. um, This is convenient. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, no, is that really natural? My prayer is to literally be a servant to God and whatever that looks like, I surrender to that because one thing I just read this in a post today, too, is like one thing we can't control is what our journey is going to look like and where we're supposed to end up. Mm -hmm. I feel like nowadays it's like with this digital reality, we're like, we're trying to play God by literally saying, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this no matter what, even though I'm ripping my people off, even though I'm scamming, even though I know this isn't really something that I want to do, but I'm making money, even though, you know, I'm appearing to look like I love what I do, but I really don't. Mm -hmm. And so, or even just like, like one thing that's coming to mind is mm-hmm. like, like everybody in our generation is wearing Christian Dior sneakers, right? You know, the little mm-hmm. Chris, the one that looked like Converse a little bit. Like I'm not going to yeah. lie. Those are on my wish list because I genuinely do like them. But because I genuinely do like them, you know, I went ahead and I Googled the price. And when I seen it, these are over thousand dollar sneakers. That's right. But my thing is almost everyone has them. So it's like when you're not wearing stuff like that, it's kind of like, are you really getting money? Are you really fly? Are you? And it's like, yo, 23 year olds working, walking around with like, can you Google them real quick? So I can give the exact price of like mm-hmm. how much they actually cost. But it's like, you have 23 year olds, 24 year olds actually walking around with these things. And it's like, it's normal when it's like, it's actually really not. You get what I'm saying? Oh, so then you have people who are become insecure because they don't have these things because it's like, you feel like, Am I really keeping up? Am I like, damn, like, I just got these, you know, yeah, they're $1,100. Like, that's my rent. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Or, like, even one thing that comes to mind as well is, like, I remember, like, one time, and I was actually, sorry, but I was a little drunk when this happened. So, it, like, really pissed me off. But, like, I remember, like, one time, like, I had posted a picture on Instagram, and, like, I, um... You know, like, my edges wasn't laid. Like, and it was a real good picture, but, like, my edges wasn't laid. 
And I have a friend, she's crazy. She means well, but she's crazy. And like she said something along the lines of like, like, girl, why you didn't lay your edges? And I was a little lit, so I let her have it. And I was like, girl, like, that is not reality. Like, just because you see all, like, that is not my natural hair grade. Like, why is that something that we think about? Mm-hmm. Like, even when it comes to our standard of beauty, you get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, it's like, where do we get these things from? Like, and I feel like it's digital, like, because it it's is. like, there, and there's no room to, like, actually, Be you know, not even yeah. talking about God or any of that. Like, wh- where does it give you room to, like, actually be human and be yourself Mm -hmm. like you know and that's why i feel like depression rates are so high Mm -hmm. all of that stuff Mm -hmm. is so high because it's like people are being judged for shit that they don't have when at the same time the things that majority of us have is like yo like are you really actually paying if you're paying cash for it because you actually work for you got it like more kudos to you but it's like there we go the divine reality versus not even let's not even say divine reality like reality versus the digital world like it's like like, a person who has sense and who has knowledge and who has wisdom, am I going to really sit here and put $1,100 to a pair of shoes that's only going to leave $200 in my bank account? Or am I going to take that money and invest it in the stock? Am I going to take that money and give it back to the homeless? Am I going to take this money, put this money so I can flip this house and really get them? Like, you get what I'm saying? But we're not really, like, taught those things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah, and actually, you know what that makes me think about, too? It makes me think about, like, people's specific like religious traditions because in a lot of religions that's actually a sin to like yeah to like overspend and and to become because sometimes when you do that type of thing and i'm not bashing anybody that does it but you become of the world and you don't Mm -hmm. even notice it Mm -hmm. rather than it's like i could have gave and then you'll see a homeless person on the street and you can't give them a dollar you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so it's like it's like doing these things in, in your mind is more so of like greed and we mm. always talk about you know abundance being our birthright which it is but it's also okay remember to be a good person remember to have good intentions if you want to buy that to make yourself feel good because you rarely ever participate in you know being of the world and wanting these specific things then do that but if you're noticing that it's a pattern and now you need this to spend all this money to receive validation from other people and and you know somebody said this like you know you wearing that but your mom still works a nine to five like yeah. your mom is still working and that's something that's like I, I can't sit right with because it's it's and it's some people buy these things and they really can't afford to do it so I think what really needs to happen is people loving themselves more and just getting to know themselves and if you're gonna do it which I Honestly, I don't have anything against people who do it. Treat yourself for sure, but just notice the intention of why you are doing it. Are you doing it because you want to show off and you want to flaunt? Like, there's so many rich people um, online who are showing, in a pandemic, showing their billion-dollar house, showing all the money that they got, taking pictures with all the money that they have. But it's people out here starving and struggling to make their rent, and you're not helping these people in any way. You know what I mean? So that right there, yes, that can be a sin because you're not you're not giving. You're just literally showing off. You know, you're flaunting and you know that's going to hurt somebody else. But you're not also making creating balance within it by giving back. Right. You know, and pouring into other people. And so um, I think if if people want to do that, they need to know their why. Just the same with social media. Like, honestly, doing certain things for social media to like create a certain image to me is like 
why? Like, mm-hmm. what, what makes you feel like you have to do this and create this image so that people will like you, you know, or people will be accepting of you or they'll view you as having money? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just saw a post today that was like a two to four million dollar uh, income and assets is like upper middle class. And we would look at that as like rich, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so it's like really us getting to the root of why we do certain things, us getting to the root of us being within divine reality. Instead of paying for those shoes, pay for an experience. Mm-hmm. You know, go see the world. I was watching a Netflix um, show that was talking about death and like what happens after death. And most people who said they've had a um, near death experience, they were just, they came back. And they realized, like, oh, they came back with a whole different perception of life, realizing that what I thought mattered didn't really matter. What's the name of the show? Uh, what's it called? I don't know. I gotta send it to you, but it's on Netflix, and it's 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 something. I I don't know, but it's on Netflix, and it's about like life after death and people who literally experience dying for a certain amount of time and then coming back to life. Mm. And so, literally, their perspectives change because they see what's important. They see. Literally, what's digital and what doesn't matter, and they see what does matter and what's important, and really your our purpose here mm-hmm. on earth, and how, how like I don't want to say deep, but how vast mm-hmm. and beautiful life is if you take it to the next level of not like I said earlier, being of the world, and so right, yeah, and it, it's not to say that those things are bad at yeah, all. That's not, not my point. It's yeah. just more so. I'm more so speaking of the fact of like our desires, like pinpointing and identifying like where do your desires actually come from? from? Like, is it coming from something that's like that you genuinely just want? Like, you know, or is it the fact that everybody has it and it seems like obtainable and you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's called Surviving Death on Netflix if y'all want to watch it. Mm. Um, The episodes start to get a little different, but the first few were like really good. It's scary. Um, it's not scary. It just threw me off a little bit. Mm. But the first few episodes are good because I actually do agree with some of the things mm. that they talk about. Um, so, okay. Yeah. So, speaking of, like, desires and things like that, like, what are your desires now as, like, you come into this information realizing that, like, there's a divine reality versus the digital reality or, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe realizing that some of your desires came from worldly places, like, how has that impacted your goals and your inspirations? Mm. So my desires now, I mean, I've honestly, I've always been kind of like a cheap person. Mm. So as far as that, I've never really had desires, but I do realize that I also should treat myself. Mm. Um, but that's just naturally how I am. Like, I like nice clothes. I like nice things. But um, I know that it takes work to get there. And mm. I know that it doesn't make me like if I don't have that. I'm perfectly loving and accepting of myself. Um, But what desires have I had? I mean, really, my desires are, and I don't even know if I want to call them desires, but my my life, what I want in life is really to see the world, to see the world what it is, to seek wisdom, to seek knowledge, to remember myself, not know myself, but remember myself through whatever that looks like, Um, going to Africa and meeting people who been there for generations and generations and getting their perspectives um you know facing my fear of heights and I literally did that on my trip that was one of my new year's goals but I did that in my trip in Las Vegas by climbing a freaking canyon and being so high up and being so nervous so things like that to where it's like impacting my soul Hmm. so any desire that like contributes to the 
growth of my soul is like beautiful to me and mm-hmm. it does impact my life altogether because it to me it it shows me the direction that I'm supposed to be going in like I feel like every experience that I have is contributing to who I am and mm-hmm. who I'm destined to be and who I'm going to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what about you mm-hmm. I would say for me like as a lately I've been I feel like I talk about it a lot but I feel it more than I have ever mm-hmm. like I've actually been able to be like it's okay to slow down you know like and I, I feel like I said that that was kind of like one of my goals for this year is to like slow down but it's like I feel like everybody on my timeline is doing so good and I'm so proud of them and they really inspire me but like I feel like it makes me feel as though that I have to succeed at a level that I'm not even at yet you know and like so for example like like I say like I talk about all the time like, I'm a supervisor I'm 23 like, that's a blessing. You know what I mean? Like, that is great. Like, so it's like, why is that not enough? Or it's like, you know, like, I'm I'm ready to get a promotion. Not to say that I don't deserve a promotion, but what I'm trying to say is, like, you know, I haven't even given my time, myself the time, the true time to build skill, to, you know, to to master. Like, stuff like that don't happen overnight, you know? Stuff like that don't happen in a matter of months. Stuff like that don't always happen in a matter of a year or two years. Like, the lady at my job that kind of mentors me and helps me, like, she was like, yo, like, it takes everybody about a good two years to, or a year and a half to actually master the position. Mm-hmm. I'm not even at a year yet. So it's like, why am I being disappointed in myself that I'm not hitting certain marks? It's like, because I see my peers getting to it, so I got to get to it. But it's like, all that does is create more anxiety mm-hmm. within myself because it, it, it develops an imposter syndrome mm-hmm. because it's like, when I am doing my best, it doesn't really feel like I'm, there's enough mm-hmm. because I know that there's people that are quote-unquote doing better than me. But like, are they really, you know? Or, or not even that, are they really? But like, if they does, if they are, what does that really have to do with me? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I would say that. Um, and like, one of my, my, you know, friends that I like have talked to, whatever, just about how I feel and he was like, yo, like you are a like you're a freshman on a varsity team. And like sometimes like you act like you're supposed to be a senior on the team. Like, except the fact that like the fact that you're a freshman and you're in on the varsity team, that's amazing in itself. You get what I'm saying? But just because you may not be playing like the seniors, they also had three years ahead of you. Or like, you know, one of my greatest inspirations a lot of people know is like Milano. And she was like, yo, like, how old are you? And I was like 23. And she's like, okay, and how old is Milano? She's like 31. So she was like, that means that she has seven years on you, 11,000 hours on you, 400 million seconds on you. Like, so those are all times and spaces that you haven't even met yet. So it's like, why are you looking at her thinking that her success is achievable for you? Which it is, but it's like, at the time in the space that you're in, you know? So it's like, if anything, I feel like since I've like realized that, like I've been able to give myself time to just like slow down and just relax, like just really actually be content. And like now I'm trying to, you know, even accept the, like accept mistakes, you know? Like mm-hmm. I don't, like I feel like whenever I, you know, make mistakes, sorry, I just burped. Like I hope you didn't pick up on that. But if, I feel like whenever I make mistakes, I be feeling like I've, fucked up like you know and it's like yo like can you it's okay like so i feel like the biggest thing for me is just like having the ability to like slow down because i'm hungry like i want to get to it but it's like you know like i said like i got people like i have like someone that i like actually graduated with when like when i was you know we were in like serious like similar positions together and it's like 
same age, everything. And it's like she's like touching well over six figures. So it's kind of like, damn, like if I see that she do is doing it, then that means I can do it too. Exactly. But it's like, what if it's not my time yet though? That's you know? the biggest thing. And that's why comparison becomes like, it's like a virus because it's like our lives are specifically ordained for us. And you know, mm-hmm. this is something we're always told, but it's like, it's hard to accept that our journey is just going to look yeah. And that's just what it is. Like we can try to control, 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 but our journey is literally going to look different. And one of the lessons I've been learning is like, the more you try to control, the more you're in the way. Mm-hmm. And the more you get in the way, you're going to slow yourself down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like unintentional, but because we just, like you said, you're hungry. We want to get to it. But it's like, like we said, and this could be digital timing or divine timing. You know what I mean? So which one are we on? And I feel like a lot of us are so easily consumed with being on digital timing because we literally can pick up our phone and the, so easily get on this app so easily. And we're seeing that everybody is like getting to it, getting to it, getting to it, traveling here, making this money, getting this job. But it's like, we don't see what they had to go through. You yeah. know, we don't see what their journey was before. And we also don't see what our journey is supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we kind of want to like skip a few steps, you know, but it's like, no, we have to, like you said, with your job, like you have to learn certain things so that you're ready to be in certain environments. Yeah. And that's a hard reality. Cause yeah. It's like, it almost hits the ego. Like, no, I'm ready to do this. No, I can do this. I'm not incapable. But it's like, even with me, like what I'm doing now it's like, oh, shoot, like, I realized I had to go through certain things to, like, be exactly here because this is not easy. This mm-hmm. work is, like, actually hard work. This work, it it takes a lot of research. Yeah. And it's like, if I didn't do this, this, and this, if I was in that school doing this, if I, you know, then this would be so much more difficult for me or I would even not want to do it. Yeah. And so it's like, we have to go through certain things in our journey that, that can't be skipped us, either. That can't be skipped. That prepares mm-hmm. us for what we need. Right. And sometimes we have we don't see that our mission is so much bigger than what we think. Right. And that's why we try to control it. But right. God's even God's like God's not even just like social media, but even like Google. Like you you Google something in a matter of seconds, the answer is found. But that's not life, you know. Like you have yeah. a problem, you need a solution. Sometimes it takes years. It takes times. Yeah. For you to actually dig within, yeah. meet the right people, go through it a couple times, mm-hmm. like, you know, and so all of those things, I feel like it sends, like, a false, you know, message to us, like, in some sense, and it's just kind of like, I don't know, yeah. but, yeah, I don't know. So, really, um, oh, and then, oh, mm-hmm. sorry, yeah. so one thing I was thinking about was, like, I had seen this post on um, social media today, and it was talking about Biden, mm-hmm. and it was like, like, he spent the X amount of years on the Senate, yeah, shout he, out to my girl. Oh, yes. Sheila, right? Yeah, she posted. So it's like she spent X amount of years on the Senate. Yeah. You know, he ran for president three times, yeah. served for eight years as the vice president, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So it was like a total of like 49 years from the time that like, he first work. got into government until now where he's actually the president of the United States. So 49 years. So it was just like there's no time. It's no rest. So think about what you're working on right now. Like what is one thing that you ideally want now? right now mm-hmm. as far as like career anything that i want right now like if i could have it mm-hmm. of course i would be living in my mansion with it would definitely be security financial security all right so let's say you want seven figures mm-hmm. right now so seven figures right now so okay you want seven figures right now mm-hmm. how would you feel if like right now i told you literally 
there's going to take you 49 years to get there and there's no way around it Mm. i would just first of all that would hurt because i'm like dang but i would enjoy the journey but okay so but why would you be like dang because i know like i'm i have the information to know exactly how long it's going to take so now i would say dang because year one i'm like all right 48 more to go year five i'm like all right 44 more to go and it's like I feel like that could take me out of, since I know, mm-hmm. that could take me out of living in the moment because I'll be so upset because it's right. like I'm not there yet and right. I know it's going to happen at this age. But see, and I feel like that's, that's our problem mm-hmm. because it's like, I'm telling you, all right, it's going to take 49 years. So mm-hmm. it's like you're counting each year mm-hmm. and it's like counting each year is like there could be a lesson and a blessing that's right in front of your mm-hmm. face mm-hmm. that you're missing out because you're so busy. Like, all right, so I'm two, three years in. That means I have... 46 more years to go you get what i'm saying and then it's like what happens if the thing that you think you want so bad you know the the 13th year is way better than that 49th year like but you'll never know it because you're so like okay 13 i got 14 to go 17 to go like you're not actually in tune with what's happening now like i remember when i was graduating like senior year and i had like the you know the just graduation blues like just like trying to figure out like, all right what's gonna be next blah 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 and i was like talking to someone and i was like yeah like you know, I just feel a little indifferent. And he was like, well, why do you feel indifferent? And I was like, because I can't really see, like, what's ahead. And he was like, you know, sometimes when you can't see or feel what's ahead or what's next, that's God's way of telling you to focus on what's now. And when he said that, that was like a life-changing perspective. Because, mm-hmm. like, now, anytime when it's like, I want to get ahead, but I can't really get ahead or I can't. Like, I feel like I'm a visionary person. So, it's like, if I can't see the path in which is where it's going, it's a reminder of, like, okay, let me just focus on my now. And it's like, I feel like we we underestimate the power of now like i said like you're working so hard to get to that 49th year because for 49 years you wanted it so bad but it's like like i said what if that 13th year is the best year ever and it'll be nothing compared to that 49th year yeah one thing i do like one thing when i'm talking to my friends all the time is i always tell them patience and i always tell them like enjoy the journey and even going back to us talking about digital reality, one thing about me, like when I'm around people and I'm actually having a good time or I'm actually, you know, wanting to give them my attention, I'm not on my phone. Mm-hmm. So it's times where like, I feel like the the average person is really on their phone all the time. But with me, if I'm spending time with somebody, I'm spending time with somebody. And I get, honestly, I get so frustrated when people... You know, they want to hang out, they want to be with you, and then they're on their phone. Because yeah. I'm like, no, you're tapping into a whole different reality than yeah. here. And I feel like you're maybe not interested in this reality. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like, that is one thing that's like, I, I don't understand. But, you know, I love being in the moment and I love being in the now because I know it's so many experiences that we could gain. Mm-hmm. So many like, oh, remember that time when that happened, you know? Yeah, I love and I feel those. like that comes from my childhood of yeah. like... You know, me having friends that I grew up with and we can always look back and laugh at moments yeah. or just look back and think about how much fun we had. Yeah. And so I love like being in the moment and giving. I feel like people deserve when they're with you, they deserve your undivided yeah, attention. For and sure. I feel like that's the human thing. Like that's that's the at least nice thing. The most caring thing you can do is give people time because and if I give you time, that's something I can never give back. Yeah, so, so it's valuable. Yeah, so if you're hanging out with somebody, it's like, why not? Because you're already giving them your time, you mm-hmm. know? And so... And then, like, mm-hmm. even to, for you to say, like, you know, one thing that you always have to remind 
your friend is like timing, like trying to just dig deeper into that. And it's like, why aren't we okay with timing? Like what makes us think like, and the thing I think with timing and like gifted people is like when you're gifted and most times you understand that you're gifted, you understand and you trust that you have a talent and it's like, you feel like the world is ready for it. But again, like whoever gave us this, this notion that like, because you're gifted, you're going to get it in the moment that you start. Like, think about it. None of us can even say that we're over five years out of undergrad. Yeah. Like, we're not five years out of undergrad. We're not nowhere near 10 years undergrad. Like, yeah. we're three. How many years ago you graduated? Three? three? Like, you're three. three. Oh, it's 2021, but three technically. Yeah, so three. Think about a three-year-old baby. You get what I'm saying? A three-year-old kid. So, it's like, almost like, think about how, like, all right, so let's say, like, in the in the belly that's undergrad where like you develop mm-hmm. everything your mm-hmm. brain your all of that infrastructure comes together and it's like the baby's pushed out at the moment of graduation do you think that three-year-old baby is ready to be a mom exactly no like you get what i'm saying and i feel like if we link a bit like life like that it's like wow like when a three-year-old makes a mistake, it's like, they don't know no better, you know? But when we, three years out of underground, make a mistake, it's just like, damn, I'm fucking up. Now, granted, a baby and a 25-year-old, it, it's too different. But the point that I'm trying to make is, like, we're youngins in the games. We're babies. We're amateurs in the game. Like, we don't, you know, we're comparing our success and our, the opportunities that are there to us to 45-year-olds. People that have 17 to 20, 18 years of game and experience ahead of us, you know? And it's like, I feel like, like i don't know maybe it's just i'm taking it personal because it's like in the seasons now i'm in the seasons in the season now where like i'm learning what true timing is and like Mm -hmm. learning how to actually give myself time Mm -hmm. like what real time looks like so maybe that's why i like feeling so strongly but yeah go ahead yeah so um so that brings us in the conversation of kind of being in the space of i don't want to say idolizing but looking at celebrities and you know kind of judging them from what they're going through how much money they have and so by any means with what i said before i don't mean like we should wash their pockets and we should tell them what to do and they should be doing this but i feel like there is also a reality of you know people really struggling in real life and it's like you're investing on a a a a huge diamond ring and you know what went into creating that and you know you know flaunting that and showing that all the time will literally make people feel less than or make people you know insecure within themselves and make people feel like they're not valuable you know what i mean and so um yeah so that brings me to the question of us talking about the difference between digital and divine reality and like how what advice would you give people on like how to differentiate differentiate the two to where we're not all consumed by digital and we're remembering you know what our actual reality is or our actual life is i would say like it sounds so cliche but it's so like real like take a month off of social media and also notice how how hard it's going to be one day it's just going to oh, your shit sorry you're going to start going through withdrawals like almost like even now i've been off of social media for a little minute now but it's like i'll click on real quick and it's like yo why can't i get off or why just because i got off for a minute do i have to like go back to my social media routine pay attention to how how that is that'll be a, a big eye opener to you second thing like i said take a week off I mean, a month off if you can. And, like, throughout that month, learn about different people. Like, Kamala Harris. Learn her story. Learn whoever it is that you look up. Learn their story. Learn about the mistakes they made. And it'll help 
make you realize like yo i really don't have to have it all together right now like there's really like i can give genuinely give myself time mm -hmm. so i would say like just take a break from the digital and see what comes up for you like mm -hmm. see you know what it is that you start to chase what you start to pursue how do you feel like the things that you've been wanting so bad a month without social media do you still want it is that pulling on you still as strong yeah. and it's like or if, if that's really what you want start working on it see how it makes you feel does it fulfill your soul as much as you thought it was if it does then that's great but just at least that way you know this is something i genuinely want so that would be my yeah. advice Please. you know what this reminds me of it reminds me of the show black mirror do y'all watch that on netflix listeners let me know y'all ladies do y'all watch that but basically it's a show i love it because i feel like it kind of predicts the future while also showing you the reality of what we are living in, but kind of exaggerating it. So for example, like one episode, okay. One episode, um, it's about society, your ranking and your placement in society is based on how you're ranked. So literally like if I'm passing through, uh, passing Brittany on the street and Brittany works at a coffee shop and she gives me a coffee, but I notice that she has like a little attitude. I can give her a one. And now her whole entire being digitally um, is like your rank goes down. So now you're like a 4.3. And if you're a 4.3, the 4.5s won't hang out with you no more because I that'll bring watch their that. rank Where is down. It? It's, it's Black Mirror. I love it so much. But it's like that'll bring their rank down. And so mm -hmm. literally, um, you know, and then say I pass through Jaden and me and Jaden are hanging out. And then uh, somebody punches Jaden and then she punches them back. And now everybody at the party is like, mm, let's look at Jaden and give her a one star right now. Everybody in the party. Now Jaden goes from like a 4.5 to like a one star. You know what I mean? So now she's like isolated in society. And so basically, um, like the moral of the story with the show is at the end of the episode, I think... She ended up getting like a really low rating to where like even truck drivers wouldn't pick her up because if they associated with her, their ranking would go down. Like it was the house that she wanted to buy. The realtor wouldn't talk to her anymore because her ranking was so low, which, you know, kind of is like a credit score. But um, yeah, so basically it just went to show like the more of the story is like we tried so hard and that's what she was doing. She was trying so hard to where she was being fake. She was trying so hard to be get this high rank in and for people to love her to where she was detached from her actual reality and her actual being. And she was being so digital that like, you know, she was being fake and people didn't like her and they didn't resonate with her. And that's also throughout the episode, everybody was that way. Like nobody was truly themselves. Everybody was just trying to be liked, quote unquote. And so, um, you know, that brings me that that's why I love that show, first of all, because it. It gives a new perspective of like what we're actually going through. But mm -hmm. it's like they make it extreme, but it's like, no, in real life, if you don't like my picture, if you give me 57 likes on every picture, you're not going to follow me. Mm -hmm. You know, if I have 10 likes on every picture or you're 10 gonna, followers and I don't have 10 followers, you're yeah. not going to follow me. And so nobody's going to follow Yo, me because that's they're so going to be like her her rank or whatever you know she's not up here and so mm. it's like it's unfortunate but that's the reality that we're in in this digital world it's like you're not valuable if you don't have this if you don't look like this if you don't you're not getting these many likes and so you know that's that's what we're going that's what's going on in the digital world but what that takes 
is like acceptance of self and loving yourself. So my advice would be acceptance of self and loving of self to know like you don't need anybody else's validation. Like you could be so loving and comfortable within yourself to where it's like they're like it doesn't make or break me. You know what I mean? If they don't like this, okay, it is what it is. Like, you know, that doesn't mean, first of all, there's a such thing called an algorithm where it's like mm. majority of people won't even see your picture. And there's another thing called insecurity where some people won't like your picture because they're like, oh, you know, like they could have some insecurity within themselves. And then there's another thing that's like, it's just, you know, it's social media and people, you know, whatever the case may be, right. but... Um, and so that leads me to my question yeah. is it's kind of like, are you willing to disrupt the algorithm, right? Like yeah. the algorithm for us yes. is everything that we've stated that is the digital reality. But it's like, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, like I'm tired of having this conversation because I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, like we talk about it so much. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm at a point in my life now where it's like, I realize how much the digital reality has impacted me. And it's yeah. like, I don't even feel like trying to get nobody else to understand that. Like, it's mm-hmm. like now I'm I'm focused on tapping myself out of that algorithm. Just how yeah. people say, oh, I'm tapping out of the matrix. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, you know, are you willing to disrupt the, the algorithm? And then if you're not, that's on you. And if you are, you are. Like, And I think that it's also one of those things where like a lot of things that we talk about is like, if it doesn't apply then let it fly like mm-hmm. because i feel as though like you know like while we talked about the the people who you know are business owners and have you know a hundred packages and you know whatever whatever or you have people that start their nine to five for 12 months and then you know quit and then become a full-time entrepreneur like that success story is amazing for them you know that's a and it doesn't it's not like I don't ever want to take away from their success, but mm-hmm. what I'm all I'm trying to say is that that's not everyone's reality, and it's mm-hmm. like you wanna like you have think about the first person that ever was a business owner and that took that picture with all their packages to compare to now mm-hmm. the the amount of business owners that have taken that picture. Mm-hmm. Why? Like why does it? What does it prove for you? What is it? You know, and so then again, now every single business owner feels that they have to get to that point. To take that picture, whether that means they holding people's packages or they don't feel successful until X, Y, and Z, or like the fact that you know, like one thing that I was thinking about is like we have so many people in our generation that are business owners and that are entrepreneurs, right? So you have people that are starting jewelry lines, you know, you have people that are starting sneaker lines, that are starting clothing lines. So I'm gonna use a clothing line for example. So you have somebody that starts a clothing line, and if they don't make 1k or 10k in their first month that can result in them not feeling successful but think about nike right think about nike think about forever 21 think about the well-known business stores clothing stores that we know was that their path no you know what i'm saying were they did they have what we have no but nobody is second guessing their success that's where everybody want to go and they want to shop you know yeah yeah Because people, I think, once they see it happen, then it looks like it's so easily attained. Yeah. You know, and that their story was just so easily easy. And they, and that's, you know, going back to comparison. Like, us thinking people's paths and their journeys were so easy because we see where they are, you know? And so, yeah, I agree. The biggest thing I would just say is, like, comparison is a virus, you know, and that's, it's, it's, sometimes it's hard. I get it. It's definitely hard. But I think instead we should start to look at this as inspiration and motivation. And then the next thing, 
you know, distinguish divine versus digital. Like what when you're thinking about doing something, like Britt said, like starting a clothing line, starting this, starting that, is this divine? Is that, you know, God that is that something that you know for your godly self or your higher self that you should be doing? Or is it strictly because, oh, I wanna be rich, so I'm just doing this. Right. You know, so it's like What's the difference? Or I want to post that picture or I want to appear to all the people that follow me that I'm doing this, this and this. So it's like knowing the difference and being so comfortable and loving of yourself that you don't care about what people think. You know, you're living your life from you. And that goes back to the Netflix movie I was talking about earlier. One of the biggest things that they learn is like I wasn't present, you know, because I'm always worrying about the next thing. What's next? What's this? What's that? And it's like I never took a moment to be in the moment and be present and enjoy exactly where I was and realize that I was there for a reason to learn a certain thing or a lesson or whatever the case may be. Um, and so enjoy where you are, enjoy the journey, you know, like you said earlier, like escaping the matrix, learning that a lot of these things are ran by robots. Like these apps that we use are robotic. They're made to make us robotic. Like I said in the episode, how people are portraying a certain image to be like, you know? And so you, we also have to keep in mind that people show you what they want you to see on social media. You know, it's not, not everybody's going to get on social media and show you, I'm depressed right now. I'm crying. Yeah. I'm like having a horrible day. And when they do, people still judge them. So yeah. it's like, you know, so it's like, just be yourself. Realize that, um, you know, people show you who they want you, what they want you to see. And also, do things for you, like live for you, post for you. If you want to get those sneakers, those Christian yours, and post <laughs> them on Instagram because you worked so hard this whole year to treat yourself to a pair, you know, that pair of sneakers you really want, do it. You know what I mean? But make sure that you're doing it for yourself and that and make sure that your t- intentions are always good and make sure that you're always operating, not, not always, but you're trying your best to always you know, operate in your higher self, you know, and doing these things for the right reason. And it's not you, uh, you know, becoming a subject of greed or lust or, you know, the world. So, yeah, y'all, like, yes. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I don't even think I really have, you know, any final remarks, but just to be yourself, be in tune with yourself. You know, check yourself when you need to check yourself mm-hmm. and live in your truth. Like, yeah. you know, if your truth is that you got a couple bands and you want to spend it, then spend it. You know, mm-hmm. um, if your truth is that you only got a couple dollars and you got a budget, then budget. And if you got to, you know, just whatever that is best for you, that is the, the biggest part, because it's like we always talk about how everybody has like their own divine distinction. So it's mm-hmm. like, are you living in it or it's like. You know, like, we sometimes spend so many years, like, like I know, like, I've personally been super, like, slightly intimidated or just felt as though, like, damn, like, I'm not really doing enough because I've seen my peers get it. And it's like, but that takes away from me. Like, it's not fair. Like, I go to work and I work hard and I come home stressed and overwhelmed every single day. So just because I don't have what they have, does that mean that, like, I'm not doing right? No. Like, you know, but, yeah, that's it. I think it's just like a... Thank you for listening to my two cents. Yes, but yes. you can follow me on Instagram at according to Brit with three T's. Please let us know your feedback. Hit us up. Let us know 
um, repost the episode mm-hmm. on your personal pages. Share with a friend. Leave us a rating. Yes, please. And a yes. review. A review. Yes, please. Um, and you can follow me at Joy Jolene, J-O-Y-J-O-E-L-E-N-E. And stay up to date, y'all. Yes, and follow. You can follow our personal page, too, at official back to her. Mm-hmm. And a two is the number two, so official number two her. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> official number two back. No, okay. <laughs> official back number two her. So official back to her. And also remember for all of our listeners, um, moving forward, we are doing bi-weekly. So every yes. other week, yes. uh, we will be dropping every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And also send us, if you guys want us to talk about a certain topic, definitely send us recommendations. Um, and if you feel a way about the episode and you're like, oh, I want to have more dialogue. Like, I know my friend hit me up and she was like, I'll be replying to y'all. Like, really reply to us. Hit us up on IG. Like, text us or, you know, whatever whatever you want to do. Send a voice memo, whatever. And let us know, like, your thoughts on the episode. Like, yeah. All right, guys. Happy Sunday.